am your host, Kirk Kinsey, and with me tonight, I have a very special guest, Myra Stevenson. You may know her as at MyMy on Twitter. Myra, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be on. Um, excited to kind of go into some highlights of tonight's game and, I don't know, just talk a little bit more about LAFC. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Josh is away for tonight, and uh, Myra was kind enough to uh, come on to the show and, and help me get this thing out to you, all the people out there. So, Myra, how about, let's just start it off. Let's uh, Can you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit before we get into the game and uh, yeah. kind of how you found yourself a fan of LAFC? Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm Myra Stevenson. Um, I started with LAFC, um, following LAFC, actually, um, back in the early days um, when it kind of just all began um, back in... 2014, I had a baby, Ezra. Some of you guys may know him, some of you guys might see him. Um, but my husband actually was um, learning more about LAFC through Reddit. And so he started to go to a lot of uh, events with LAFC supporters and met a lot of really cool people. And once Ezra was a little bit older, um, our first event that I went to and Ezra went to was the Crest Reveal. The Crest Reveal. So we had been... Um, hearing about LAFC for quite a bit before that time, but that was like our first experience of LAFC. So that was my beginnings. All right. Well, we are happy to have you on board with the team and especially here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So now that that's out of the way, what did, what did you think of tonight's match just kind of overall? Honestly, I think we battled a lot. Um, I wrote down a lot of like the mid, like the midfield. It was just sloppy and I know that the announcers kept saying that the um the pitch was really like soaked in water and then I noticed that they were watering it even more and it was humid so it was just all over the place tonight yeah I I agree and I mean obviously the 900 pound elephant in the room is that we're missing so many players Um, oh yeah absolutely (laughs) Diego Rossi gets the start in the midfield he was listed by the team as starting in the midfield and I think a lot of people assumed it'd be Josh Perez even though he was listed on the wing but then you have Mm -hmm. Rossi kind of in this uh number 10 role with Wynn and uh and Blessing behind him so I mean it was always going to be a little bit sloppy from us when we're not able to control the midfield like we normally would and then the attack doesn't come off because we have the brothers Perez uh, yeah. <laughs> trying to feed in balls to Dio, right? Right. So. No, absolutely. And um, another key component of our midfield was missing. Well, two of them, obviously, are um, Kay and uh, Atuesta. And I didn't realize that Atuesta was missing until – because I didn't – I went straight uh, from work home to watch the game. Um, so I didn't get a chance to see who was in and who was out. So when I turned the game on, I literally sat down at like 4.31 to watch the game. Um, I was just like, oh, we don't even have Atuesta. We were missing so many people from our mid. So, yeah, for what we ended up with tonight, I think we did okay uh, based on how many people we were missing. Yeah, I, I mean, you hate to you hate to just make excuses and claim moral victories like that. And right. for what it's worth, I don't think this is a moral victory. I think this is just a way of explaining, like, look, LAFC is not going to come out here and steamroll teams when yeah. there's, you know, we're missing seven, eight players. Right. Uh, I think seven on international duty, if you include Fito Zelaya. Mm-hmm. And then at, at the eighth would be Carlos Vela, who's out injured, obviously. Right, yeah. So it's just a recipe for disaster. Um, 
that's exactly and I think it's a testament to the depth that we can even hang with a team albeit Orlando City uh when we're when we're stretched so right thin. no absolutely um I think uh, the guys did I saw a lot in Adrian Perez at the in the beginning I was just really excited to see what he was gonna bring um he was really like going in for a goal like I could tell right from the beginning I was like okay he wants it tonight so he was yeah. giving his all um, and I really liked seeing that from him, especially, you know, since he hasn't played. I haven't seen him play. I don't know how many games it's been since we last saw him. Do you know? I think oh, he, he came on last week. Uh, but I, I, it wasn't for very many minutes as far as I remember. So last week's game, I must have missed when he came on. Um, usually when you're in the North End, you're going crazy and you kind of miss those little things. And sometimes I don't get the chance to go back and rewatch the game. Um, so I must have missed that he started last game. Yeah, yeah. Again, I don't think he got the start. I'll have to go back and check. I don't think he got the start, but I think he came on in like the kind of in like the waning minutes of the of the match. But uh, I mean, we we definitely haven't seen a whole lot of him. I think he came on a few times early in the season and just never really found uh, a good footing. And yeah. I think that's why he found himself on the bench so much lately. Right, and I think we have so many, but like, I mean, our starters, our front line, we're so we have so many options, especially with Rodriguez now. I'm just excited for him. I'm, you know, funny that so many people yeah. were asking why he wasn't there tonight, but if right, you don't know, right. he was on international duty. Oh man! If you don't know, <laughs> he's going to be rolling over Greg Berhalter's squad in about two days. So <laughs> it makes sense then. <laughs> oh, that was funny. But, yeah. Uh, so yes, uh, Adrian Perez did come on last week okay. for Tristan Blackman. Oh, okay. I'm not seeing the minute here. Let's see, well, not that it's all that important. Okay, I don't know why I missed that. Looks like the 70th minute he came on for Tristan Blackman last week, but oh, need to get um, my facts. <laughs> I was just like, I haven't seen him nah, play. It's all good. I haven't seen him play in a while, and sometimes you miss those things. Yeah. Well, I think it was tough last week too because. They, yeah. Most of the team seemed to be invisible anyway. Yeah, so. last week, oh my gosh, uh, that performance. they parked the bus hard last week, and I was just like, oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. like work through it somehow. It was it was a tough game. But. Yeah. And I, I think Orlando did something similar. <laughs> they were obviously pressing much. I mean, they were they at times were pressing really really high, but they were also really good about getting right. back. So anytime we were in the attacking half, they would have you know, 10 or 11 men behind right. the ball. But it, they definitely put pressure on us when we were trying to possess out of the back as yes. well. Yes. In so. the first few minutes, one thing that I noticed is, like, when they would counter, they would counter, like, they would just go. And then that's when um, we had little mistakes here and there. Um, that first goal, I think it came off Latif's foot, or is that the second goal? Um, the first the goal first came one. off Latif's foot, and it's just – just need to be better on the when they're on the counter attack defense. I think you need some work on that. Um, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, when we're trying to attack, I feel like one thing that I'm always like, why? Like, I know that we're trying to. Uh, Bob talks about playing like Barcelona, and I see the the build up to the goal. But sometimes you just want to like just take the shot. Like I don't know if you feel that way sometimes. How do you? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, sometimes I, like, 
I, I find myself doing it most with mm-hmm. when it's Lee on the ball and he's right outside the box and I know that he wants it and I know that yeah. I want that goal. Uh, but it seems like Bob has told him like, we're not shooting yeah. outside the 18. So I, I think, I think Carlos is the only guy that has that green light. Yeah. Uh, maybe Rossi. But th- that's the one guy where I'm always like, oh, just take the please, shot. just take the shot yeah. from there, please. Let's get a rebound. It's like he just passed so, it there. Yeah. I mean, he passes to Harvey. Harvey passes yeah, back. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, refresh, start over. And it's like, when are you going to shoot it? I just saw Harvey doing a lot of passing yeah, yeah. back and forth today. Um, that I just felt like people weren't moving. Like mm-hmm. uh, there was a moment, I don't know if this, but I might be getting ahead of myself, but um, where – they were attacking and they kept passing the ball, but nobody was moving. Um, and so I was just waiting for that yeah. ball. Yeah. I think we were still down 2-1 at that time. Thankfully, we found a goal um, thanks to Rossi. But waiting for it sometimes, you're just like, ah, just, mm-hmm. you know, look for the open guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just fire it off. I do agree. I think I think you're right on with the lack of movement. I don't know if it's something that mm-hmm. Bob has tried to switch up yeah. again, cause I'm not at the training session, so I have no idea, but I, I do, I have noticed similar to you that um, it doesn't seem to be a whole, like as much movement. Yeah. And it, that could be a chemistry thing where, uh, you know, five or six weeks ago, Josh and I were breaking down these goals and it's like, they're setting up these passing triangles on the left and right wing and everybody's interchanging and you have Eddie Segura coming up and playing as part of it, moving, you know, checking in and out and the attackers are checking into the midfield and dragging defenders out of position. And I don't feel like that's happening. No, it's not. Um, Um, I forgot. It seems to be a lot more of we're going to, you know, we're going to put four attacking players along the back line and try and feed Mm -hmm. balls in through to them. So sorry, I cut you off there. No, no, I was kind of just going off of what you were saying. And um, a couple weeks back, I don't remember, maybe it was a couple months ago, but there was this build-up play when we scored a goal at the end. It was just so beautiful, and they worked so well together. And you could feel the chemistry there. Um, And, I mean, I'm sorry, but um, I'm still learning a lot of the verbiage. But but when when we're attacking and the guys are moving and you see that they are – Read, like reading each other's next move um it's it's amazing like like you said yeah. a couple of weeks ago the football looked so fluid because they were in sync and tonight it just like you said you couldn't feel that chemistry they didn't know where to find each other basically and no one was moving so that's something that bothered me today is just not enough uh i don't know they just weren't they were lacking chemistry today yeah yeah and again, rotated squad. We've seen this happen before. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first time with uh, with such a heavily rotated squad that we haven't lost. Actually, the Vancouver and Colorado games come come to mind when we talk about rotating our squad. Yeah. Um, and I think this is honestly the first time we've come away with a result. So. Yeah. And uh, oddly enough, all on the road too, if I remember correctly. I think we lost to Vancouver and Colorado on the road while rotating. Vancouver. So. Um, anything else you, you keyed in on that you want to get off your chest here? Hmm. Oh, Perez. I mean, uh, Josh Perez. Um, uh-huh. he kept trying to do these Rossi moves where he kept kicking the ball to the, 
I don't know if you guys saw that, but he kept kicking the ball, trying to like get it to bounce off of the defender and kind of go back. And it kept not, it wasn't working. And yeah, uh, it's yeah. just something that, you know, maybe the guys love you, Josh Perez. I yeah, mean, so- his quality, <laughs> his quality one-on-one isn't uh, quite what I would like it to be. I mean, he's still young. There's still time for him to develop and everything, but yeah. Uh, He's definitely not the first option winger right? Uh, in my eyes. Yeah, and that's a, one thing I was talking to my husband about is um, just that skill level. Um, you know, he does – he's a talented guy. He just – I don't know, in that moment, uh, maybe, you know, not, try not to, like, kick it to the defender because then the defender is going to, you know, take it and pass up. And I think that's um, – well, we lost the ball a lot that time. And then Latif. Latif had a couple of bad um, – in the mid where he kept losing the ball to in the mid and then you know that first goal was off of his foot I think that was an accident though that was they were uh they, they were honest there um but it just, yeah and I mean that comes right off the kickoff I think that's more I think that speaks more to I I feel like I, like LAFC definitely switches mm-hmm. off on dead balls where they're they're just not ready for yeah. quick play and uh Minnesota scored a goal like this. Mason Toy's second goal last week came off of a dead ball. Uh, I think it was Brian Rodriguez that had fouled. I don't know somebody on the on the uh, the left hand side of our field, and uh, they take the free kick and nobody's ready for it. It goes right to yeah. Toy. There's a fifty fifty. He wins it and immediately puts a shot on goal and nobody even knows what's going on just... still. And I kind of feel like that's the same thing. You know, we score a goal. And they come out yeah. ready to play. And I don't remember who played the ball into Nani, but yeah, like you said, it takes it, it takes a slight deflection off of Latif's foot. And I mean, it, you couldn't play a, a better through yeah, ball if you and wanted to. Blackman, uh, you know, uh, Nani's just fast. So it's like Nani is fast. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like it's, it's, fast. it's Nani against yeah. Blackman. Like we're talking about a guy, you know, a Portuguese inter- international who's been a superstar yeah. forever. You know, it's like him and Ronaldo yeah. forever against Tristan Blackman, who's, you know, yeah. I, I love the kid, but I don't rate him yeah, against no, Nani. No. <laughs> so I don't know how much I can right, blame yeah. him for that and one. And for a second, I know that some um, you know, people are like, oh, Tyler, he came up too high. But that was defense. That was definitely defense right there. That was a defensive mistake. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was what I got off of the first 15 minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, I mean, that's where most of the action was yeah. in the first 20 minutes or so. You know, we so. score, and then they they answer right – I mean, literally right mm-hmm. back. And uh, we're lucky I, – I feel like we're pretty lucky to get that goal uh, in – Yeah, the second, that come? Half, second half, I guess like it was. Uh, with, yeah. So it, yes, 80th minute or something, I, I think. I know, that was a good one. That was a good ball uh, from Dio up to Rossi. That was a good connection there. Yeah, Dio turns and plays that ball in. Um, Diego Diego did a good job holding off his run, uh, but still making himself visible to Dio yeah. so he could play that I ball. I love their through. chemistry. When good. Dio and Rossi like, link up, like, oh, my gosh, I love it. Like, I, I know a lot of the – I watch yeah, the game in yeah. Spanish. I don't know. Um, well, first, because I don't, um, I don't have YouTube TV. That might be an unpopular thing to say, but I don't uh-huh. have YouTube TV, so I watch it in Spanish just because I've always grown up listening to soccer in Spanish, and just the commentators are just more. So, yeah, I, I 
listen in Spanish fairly often. I don't have, uh, so I have YouTube TV, but I live outside of Los Angeles, so I'm not able to watch, uh, like the actual team feed with Max on the call. Uh-huh. Uh, I have most of the time watching on ESPN plus, but I do like sometimes, uh, you know, when it's on, uh, uh, UDN or something like that, I'll watch it in Spanish, but, um, all right. Uh, anything else you, you saw tonight that you want to get into before we start fielding some questions here? No, that's it. Okay. All right. Uh, let me get to our little thread here. And I'm going to start firing them away. Now, typically me and Josh are kind of just like cue off on these mm-hmm. uh, as we see fit. I'm going to throw them over to you uh, so you can all take right. the first crack at these. All right. Okay. So my very best guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> First one comes from at Finding Nebula, mm-hmm. uh, our girl Valeria. I'll take the point, but where the bleep is our D line? Such a disappointment. Then Maya Minert at Shabby Sleep comes with same, and I want to hear at my my. So that would be you and Kirk Kinsey discuss on Counterpress. So where are you on being mad, but taking the point, and where is our D line? Uh, okay, so I'm not, I mean, I'll take a point. A point is a point. It's better than a loss. I'll say that. Um, not our best night. Uh, we had a lot of, you know, of our uh, our star guys not with us. Um, so I'll take that point any day better than nothing. Um, as far as our defense, yeah, I mean, we were definitely slower. Um, they definitely beat us on the counter, I want to say. Um, when they got those two goals, um, they were just fast. And our defense um, didn't seem to catch up. And I think um, – oh, one thing I did write down is the humidity that was there. It was 40% humid there, 47% humid in Orlando. So, I mean, I could get it. These guys are running. Um, they're not used to that kind of humidity. I mean, this week here in Los Angeles, we had a bit of humidity, and it was unbearable. So, uh, I guess I'll kind of yeah, blame it on the yeah. elements and um, our ability, our inability to catch up to some of um, their attacking plays. Yeah. What about you? Uh, similar. Given the conditions, I'm okay with the point. Um, mm-hmm. I know that it's sometimes frustrating because we are so used to winning, and then we see uh, so many chances slip away. Um, so it seems like we're creating chances. We're getting lots of shots on goal, but they're not finding the back of the net. So yes. I think it's easy to become frustrated with with these draws or, or losses when it seems like we're supposedly outplaying the other team uh, and mm-hmm. should come away with the win. But I think if you step back and take a larger view of it, um, missing all these players on the road, we have another big game against Philly next week. Uh, I think... I think we're going to be okay. And, yeah. Uh, obviously, the supporter shield isn't going anywhere. Home field advantage for the playoffs likely isn't going anywhere either. So it's me I knocking think we're on okay. wood. <laughs> I'm like, that's me yeah, knocking right. on wood. Yep. <laughs> um, um, anything else on that one? Um, no. Yeah, I think, you know, okay. point is better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, one thing I, I will say about that, she asked about the defensive – the back line. Um, I think this is largely uh, a factor of not having our usual midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh and I talk a lot about how Latif Blessing plays best as an inverted destroyer. 
Uh, so somebody that plays in the 10 spot, but is always running around just pressing, pressing, pressing. Right. And uh, I don't think he and Wynn are quite up to the task to play like a true defensive midfielder and shield the back line up. I think uh, the second goal, I think, has a lot to do with Lee Wynn not tracking the runner who actually takes the ball to the line. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to go back and, and watch that on our in-depth analysis, but I feel like there's just a lot of free runners and the midfielders aren't tracking them because they're not used to playing that deep. Um, so I, I don't know how much I put on the put this on the back line as I do on the midfield, which again is heavily rotated. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of, like you said, the what I thought today was the midfield was kind of sloppy. And so, of course, that's going to affect our defense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one comes from the LAFC Kansas City Midwestern supporters. Is this the same lineup we are getting against Philly? Oh, <laughs> no, there's no way. I mean, maybe something similar, but I think we're going to – well, let me ask this. Our internationals are still going to be gone for a week and a half, I want to say, right? I think some of them might be back, um, especially the guys like Walker mm-hmm. who are in the country – play on Tuesday uh, but I think like Atuesta has a later game and he's down in like Brazil or Argentina so I don't know that we'll see uh, see him back yeah I mean so I, I think we'll get some of them back in time mm-hmm. uh, but not all of them. when does K play Canada plays do they play on Tuesday I think they had a match tonight didn't they they played Cuba yeah. tonight oh yeah they did do they have another one soon I think they did uh, I believe they do I can look that up real quick, but um, well, regardless, I think I think we'll see a, a little bit of a change. I'm hoping that Vela is back. Um, plus, we're getting closer and closer to the end of you know. I think we're gonna see something um a little bit different. I think I'm hoping that we'll have uh, K back at least, so that'll help the mid, um, just because he and that to us are such a crucial part of the midfield. Um, and I honestly think mm-hmm. we'll see Vela back. Um, like I was saying, that we're going to be getting close to the the final stretch of our pre our season um, before playoffs. So I think it's time to start winning those games. And I I know with having you know our important play, players back, um, that'll you know bring that chemistry back and hopefully get more goals. Yeah, yeah, I I do think Vela will be back. Um, again, I'm not a part of the physical training staff, but. Um, from I, I know that I think it was Vince had said that he had been off to the side running and doing a little bit of ball work this week. So I assume leaving him out today was a little bit precautionary. Right. And uh, hopefully he'll be back on on Saturday for the Philly game. Uh, N. Chastain at 901 Chastain says Vela should be back for the Philly game. So he or she, not sure which way to go there, uh, is <laughs> going to be back. Do you know this person I personally? I do not. This is the first time I've been interacting. Okay. Well, thank you for writing into the show. But I'm <laughs> <laughs> There's also another reply from person X here. Uh, looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say first half, in my opinion. We didn't have the fight. Looked lost without Vela. Deal is non-existent. Second half. Uh, with changes of Silva and Elmanir was a different story. Making better passes to Rossi up top looked all around better. Um, there's a uh-huh. lot there. 
but it seems like they're saying that uh, the first half wasn't so great, missing missing Vela, so kind of like a lack of ideas, and Dio non-existent in the second half. What do you think of his performance tonight? Dio's? Um, yeah. He, he, he's been better. He has been better um, before. Um, I, um, he's been taking a lot of shots that are kind of just off goal. So um, yeah. I think he was okay. Um, Rossi was okay. And I, oh, one thing that the commentator commentators did say was that Rossi, um, like when Bella is there with Rossi, he performs so much better. And I think that's yeah. kind of like back to what we were talking about chemistry and Bella's there. It's like a completely different ball game. Um, so yeah. as far as Dio, um, he, he's been better today. He just wasn't as clean and he was a little bit more sloppy and he was with his touches and, um, we saw that a lot today. Yeah, he took some absolutely criminal first touches today. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's really desperate for a goal at this point and is taking uh, not the greatest shots as a result. Like he's really yeah. just trying to bag a goal to get back uh, to get back off the schneid. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. He had, a, I mean, he has that great assist to to Rossi that uh-huh. uh, equalizes. Yeah, so, that one was nice. I mean, that's good. Yeah. I don't know why when I saw that goal happen, it reminded me of that Vela goal. Just the way that touch and then pass right back, it was. it's like they practice that. Like they know like, okay, you're going to let it go this way. I'm going to pass it and then you just mm-hmm. score a goal last yeah. right there. So well, and nice. I mean, that is that is the way we like to play. We like to play through the center backs because yeah. you can get a much more direct pass off than, you know, just sending in a cross either on the on the floor or or in the air that it, those are very low percentage opportunities where if you can if you can have the skill to pass through the center backs and through the back line like that it's a much higher percentage you're actually going to finish the goal yeah so i think that's astute of you to to point out there yeah especially if you're rosie or uh, bella <laughs> yeah let's not get let's not get back to a uh, ramirez back in the days no, <laughs> just kidding no 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 no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question comes from Maya again at yeah. Shop Eat Sleep. Mm-hmm. The back line looked a bit lost in the first half as it did against uh, Minnesota United last week, mm-hmm. even though there was just one player change. Usually so reliable. What are your thoughts? I agree. I uh, think our defense, there was just not, I mean, I'm going to go and uh, talk a little bit about Harvey, kind of not really. Um, being up to speed with some of their attacking players. So I think that was a big part of it is speed. Um, that's what I saw from our defense. And then just not winning, not not being in the right places at the right time. Um, and I just think that we could have done better. We have done better before. Um, I think Walker plays a big part in our defense and we were missing him too. Because um, if you ever, like when you're watching the game, you'll see Walker is just like talking like the whole time. Um, so I think maybe that's part of the communication and they're not communicating maybe enough. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you do have a, a lack of like a, a marshalling presence, you know, you're, you're, who is, you know, normally Walker's there. I mean, he's the one back there normally organizing things. Yeah. I also don't think Walker has been the same since the gold cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I definitely think that's a, you can attribute that to playing in a bad system under Greg uh-huh. Berhalter, uh, where everything is disorganized and, you know, 
you lose the, he, I, I really do feel like he's lost a lot of the confidence that he had at the beginning of the year to take yeah. charge. Um, so even when he has been there, this, you know, the past couple of weeks, I don't feel like he's been all that strong, but, and it, the same could be said for Tyler Miller as well. I, I just feel like those guys have been so disjointed from what the team has been trying to do lately that, uh, you have to look back at the gold cup as some sort of failure right. uh, with them. With them yeah, leaving. no, I totally agree. You know, and that, now that I, that now that you point that out, um, after they got back it, there was a shift. So I agree. So, um, you know, Bob yeah. is a specific style of coach. So, it, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they're not. Yeah. And I, I think I don't want to get too far into the U.S. men's national team stuff right now. But um, I think if you take a look at how Walker played last night against Mexico, uh, where he's just trying to find these desperate outlet passes, and, you know, sending balls out of bounds and uh, not being very aggressive with where he's passing the ball. I think that's largely a factor of Greg Berhalter saying, look, you got, you have to, we have to play out of the back. We're not allowed to play long. So you go from Bob who wants guys to be adventurous and to, and to uh, take risks. And he wants Walker to be playing those line splitting balls. And, you know, if he's got a diagonal, then take it. Or if he's got green grass ahead of him, then to dribble forward to Greg Berhalter, who's got this, hokey system uh and i think that's really shaking yeah, his confidence absolutely and you know uh, hopefully when they get back this time it's you know he's gonna see like what he had at the beginning of this season and kind of get back to the mentality because we're heading into playoffs and we need him to be back to where he was game one because you know we know his talent yeah. we know his capability yeah. and so it's just getting back up to that point yeah, absolutely. And I think there's just enough time, you know, there's what, six more yeah. games before the playoffs start. So I think that's just enough time yeah. to get things rolling Mentality. again. We got to get our uh, ments- like our head straight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully having everybody back, having Fela back in the lineup and not injured. Um, and we do, ha- I will say we have a pretty soft schedule from here on out. So it should be uh, relatively easy. <laughs> to, to get our to get our heads on straight and to get back to yeah, just thrashing I, teams. All right, let's move on. Next one comes from Mike uh-huh. Betts, I think. At Betts, uh, I think the team isn't coming home from Philly. Is this good or bad for getting things back on track? Uh, and then he's got a parenthetical note: Assuming you believe things are off the tracks, with so many starters out, how has the team changed tactics? Have they made enough adjust, adjustments to match the players? Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna steal this one from you real fast. Just part of it. I don't think we change tactics. I think Bob is looking to play the same uh, general style. You know, like stick to the same general principles. And I think tonight you saw that we're uh, we're missing midfielders. So guess what, Diego? <laughs> You're playing the ten. So get in there and play it like yeah. like Latif normally does, or you know. Uh, maybe he lets him be a little bit more attacking minded than he would Latif and he doesn't have to press quite as much, but I think largely he's looking to play the same way with regardless of who he's got in the squad. Sorry. No, I agree. Um, When we hear Bob after, like after the games, he always says the same thing. We play our football, we play our football. So we have to keep in mind that, you know, that that's not going to change just because we're missing like 
key players, we're not going to change our style. So I think we're still going to see um, the same kind of football with a different player in that position. Um, today I was totally shocked to see Rusty where he was at. Um, so um, that should be interesting yeah. to see how things change up this weekend, um, this upcoming weekend. Um, but I think we're going to just stick to our football. Yeah. Uh, when I go back and rewatch Mike, I'll have to see if Rossi's assignment is like how, how different his assignment tonight was from what Latif is normally doing up there. Yeah. Um, but that, I mean, that'll be something interesting to pay attention to, you know, what tactically is Rossi doing differently than Latif normally would. And then my, uh, Myra, what do you think about the team not coming home before going to Philly? I actually think that's smart because it's going to be, instead of coming all the way back to LA, it's going to be in LA for what? Three days. It's hot over here. I don't know how the weather like is in Philly, but um, maybe it'll be a little bit cooler. And so they can definitely, you know, get acclimated to the weather there and just kind of, you know, pre mentally prepare for the next game. I think it'll be good for them. Yeah, I agree. I think they did something similar with the All-Stars. They did. Yeah, I remember that. After mm -hmm. the All-Star break from Orlando. It, was it New England that we played right after that? I think, I think I think it was, wasn't it? So they just sent our all stars straight up there to start they, training. I don't so remember what it worked out last yeah, time. Yeah, I know it did. So hopefully it does this so. time. <laughs> yeah. All right. The next one is a three parter. So I'm gonna give it to you in pieces, okay. Mara. Is that, Sounds is that good? good? Okay. This is from Alistair Christie mm -hmm. at Christie Alley. I assume not that Christie Alley. Uh but if it is, let us know. We'll have you on the show. Or even if you're not that Christy Alley, we'll have you on the show too. Okay, first, a road point, no Vela. Seven players away on an international duty. That's a game we would have lost last year, no doubt. Blackman went missing for the two goals, but kept at it. What are your thoughts well, on Well, first goal, Blackman, definitely. That was uh, on Blackman. But like we said, Nanny's quick, and he's a superstar. So, yeah. you know, what can we say? Um their second goal, um, that was Harvey for sure. That went right through his legs and went. I was, I'm not gonna lie, that was a beautiful goal. If that was us, I'd be celebrating that goal like no other. That was that was a beautiful goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it was Betashore that tried to get in to block that one, right? Is that Betashore? I think he's the one that's there. I think it gets past right past Blackman. Yeah. Uh, I think Walker's typically pretty good about cutting out that uh -huh. that low cross um where and, so uh, and blackman i know they want to make him a center back he's not yeah. i don't think he's one yet but uh he's, he's showing signs that he can't yeah. do that so i think i think if it's walker there yeah. he probably gets that cross and um i think after that though uh blackman definitely stepped it up a bit i just kept watching to see like what yeah. where he was at and he was trying to win the ball and um, you know, be there and was more aware of where Nani, wa Nani was. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that was on him. I, yeah. So that was part one of that question, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I want to leave one shot in there, too. One thing that I like from Blackman tonight is his physical play. <laughs> I think it was I think it was Eddie Segura that actually sets that tone after he gets the bloody nose from Dom Dwyer. Oh, yeah. Uh, where then he's like throwing elbows he's and like stuff. He's like throwing elbows. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Tristan Blackman kind of picked up on that. And you see him start to leave a little something on his tackles too. Yeah. 
that's something that I've kind of wanted to see, not for the team to play dirty, mm-hmm. but to just rise to a physical match like that. Yes. And just like, fine. If you guys are going to play this way, then we are too. Right. Um, that's kind of like the very MLS slash CONCACAF answer mm-hmm. that, and, and there are things about MLS and CONCACAF that I don't really like that much, but, uh, at some point you have to, you have to mix it up as well. You can't just let other teams step all over you like that. Yes. I completely right, agree. You ready for part two? <laughs> yes. Ready for part two. Okay, good. Okay. So Gura could easily be a defensive midfielder. Frustrating to watch us drive up the pitch quickly, quickly to then slow it down and pass it to death around the 18 yard box. I think you already got a hit on that one. How many early runs did Dio have that were unnoticed that went unnoticed? Latif has to get rid of the ball. Uh, forwards much, much faster. All right, so what do you think about this, about part two here? Um, definitely agree with Segura coming up, um, trying a little bit harder to get up more. Um, I think that Latif also um, needs to get rid of the ball a little bit quicker. Um, and also he has to make more, like, he needs to make more, passes like clean passes because sometimes he's like half turning passes the ball and then loses the ball in the mid so then he has to work twice as hard to get that ball back so just cleaning it up a little bit more and being more aware and not just kind of like because he's fast but he's everywhere like I think we've all talked about this before you know Latif is so you know amazing and he's quick but he needs to just clean it up sometimes and um, I want to see that more from him um, next year as having more control of the ball and being more aware of uh, where his teammates are so that he's not losing the ball in a crucial spot like you know more often than not yeah I kind of feel like Latif is a guy who whose physical capabilities are kind of outstripping the speed at which he processes the game right now where he, he'll get into open space and be like, okay, now what do I do? And by the time he decides what he's going to do, it, that, that moment's passed, right? Um, right. And you can see he like he's so good. He's uh, like holding the ball and just making defenders look silly as they try and get to him. But yes. I feel like he's got to be a half second faster on a lot of his entry passes and stuff like that so he can uh, jumpstart attacks a little bit quicker. But, I agree right. there. Third part, you ready? Yes. Silva needs some more time on the pitch, obviously a little rusty, but is our best defender with the ball at his feet. He came on and played a couple of excellent cross-field balls. Imagine, I like the idea of him and Segura playing together back there. You know what? I actually had, last year when we first got Silva, I was like, wow, this guy's going to be so good for our defense. Um, I think it was last year when um, he blocked the a goal from happening Kind of like one of those where, um, remember El Munir's crazy uh, defensive play this yeah. year? Silva yeah. had one last year that I was just like, whoa, I don't remember what game or who it was against. I'm thinking maybe it was against the Galaxy. I could be wrong. Um, but, yes, I think he needs to play more. Um, he's definitely got the skill. I think he was a little bit in- – I, th- I think he was injured for a bit though, right, at the beginning of the season. So that's why he didn't start him. Yeah. Yeah, he was. And I think even last season he came in with a knock, if I remember yeah. correctly. Um, so, I mean, I could understand that. But we definitely – I want to see him more because he's – one, he's tall. Um, so, I know that he – and he's that – like we've talked about our defensive guys having a little bit more uh, – being more rough. And I think he has that. He's 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 uh, definitely one that I think could step it up um, when, you know, we need a guy to 
be parked like you know, like a defense player should be. Yeah, I, I think uh, I'll go yeah. ahead and say it. He's a South American <laughs> defender. <It's> like <laughs> he, he he has a couple, you know, where he'll he'll be tracking a runner one on one tonight. Uh, I don't. I it wasn't Nani. It was one of the other Orlando attack attackers, and he's able to get half a step and slide in and kick the ball away. And they both stand up and you see Danilo Silva just like shoot a look over to him. Like, you know, and it's like that South American swagger that I feel yes. like sometimes we need. I think Eddie's a little cool headed most of the time, unless Dom Dwyer elbows him in the face. Yeah. That um, makes sense. So I, I definitely wouldn't mind having Danilo come in, especially considering like Bob, a lot of times will end the game only having made two subs. Like, if we're up 3-0 or whatever, you know, whatever it is, bring in Silva to get a few minutes. Um, yeah. Just to keep him sharp. Right. No, I agree there. Um, yeah. And, you know, that, that's all I've had on that. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that, uh, from this match that you want to get into, Myra? Or No, that, that was really it. I think it was, I think we, I'm glad we got that one point. <laughs> um, hopefully next yeah. week we'll get three points um, and see more familiar faces on the pitch. But overall, um, great job fighting back um, and getting us that one point on the road. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for our show. Myra, thank you so much for coming on and thank talking you. to me tonight. Oh, thank you for and, inviting uh, me. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at MyMy, or if you're at the games, you can ha- uh, meet me at the Expo Tent and Expo Originals. Um, so come and say hi, um, usually with the little four-year-old on my shoulders. So come say hi. We're very friendly and um, hope to see you guys at a game. Okay, there you have it. You can follow the show at CounterPress underscore. You can follow me at Kirk Kinsey, or you can email us. Uh, at thecounterpressshow at gmail.com. But for tonight, we're going to sign off and we'll talk to you all in a couple of days. Maya, uh, Myra, excuse me. Thanks again for coming <laughs> on. Good night. Good night.